It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. So today's story is actually about camels not legendary outlaws and i think it's kind of a fascinating story so i had to share because it, it deals with the wild west and it's kind of unexplained it's about legends so let's see what's the story of the red ghost or the legend of the red ghost but before we get to that we need a little backstory so let's fill that in in 1855 the u.s army decided to import camels to texas I'm not even kidding the wide open spaces of the West were well suited for camels, so the government bought 75 camels from the Middle East. The camels worked at Camp Verde, where they made supply runs to San Antonio. But a few years later, the Civil War disrupted the camel service when a government official decided to auction off the animals. The new owners sent some camels, camels to Nevada and California. Others were just set free. At first, camel sightings were rare. But in the 1880s, Arizona Territory faced a terrible menace known as the Red Ghost. So who is this Red Ghost? Or what was the Red Ghost? Well, it was, it was a legend, actually. Or was it? It roamed the high country, supposedly, the Red Ghost. It traveled a woman to death in 1883. It was rumored to stand 30 feet tall. So yes, it was a camel of enormous proportions. A cowboy once tried to rope the Red Ghost, but it turned and charged his mount, nearly killing them both. So the story goes. One man chased it and claimed it disappeared right before his eyes. Another swore it devoured a grizzly bear. Now our mind can play tricks on us. So when you're afraid of something significantly enough, things can get pretty wild in your memories and what you think you see. The eyewitnesses said it was a devilish-looking creature strapped on the back of some strange-looking beast. But of course, who knows? Months after the first attacks, a group of miners spotted the Red Ghost along the Verde River. The historian explained in Arizona, his book about folk tales of the Old West, they took aim at the creature. When it fled their gunfire, something shook loose and landed on the ground. The miners approached the spot where it fell. They saw a human skull lying in the dirt, bits of skin and hair still stuck to bone. Several years later, a rancher near Eagle Creek spotted a feral, red-haired camel grazing in his tomato patch. The man grabbed his rifle and shot and killed the animal. And it was the end of the Red Ghost. News spread back to the East Coast, where the New York Sun published a report about the Red Ghost's demise. When the rancher went out to examine the dead beast, he found strips of rawhide wound and twisted all over his back. Something or someone was once lashed onto the camel. The legend of the Red Ghost is rich. It's rich with embellishments, the macabre flourishes, and imaginative twists needed for any great campfire story. If you look closer, though, and past the legend, past the skull and the rawhide and the eyewitness accounts, you'll discover a bizarre chapter of American frontier history. In the late 19th century, wild camels really did roam the West. How they got there and where they came from, a story nearly as strange as fiction. You see, in 1855, under the direction of then-Secretary Ward Jefferson Davis, Congress appropriated $30,000 for the importation of camels. 
Davis believed camels were key to the country's expansion westward. A transcontinental railroad was still decades away from being built, and he thought the animals could be well-suited. Which, of course, as we mentioned earlier, they were well-suited for Texas. In 1857, though, under orders from Washington, the herd was split. More than two dozen were sent on expedition to California, led by Edward Beale. Five months later, Beale's party arrived at Fort Tejon, an army outpost a few miles north of L.A. A California Historical Society paper written by A. Gray in 1930 noted the significance of that journey. He says, quote, Beale had driven his camels more than 1,200 miles in the heat of the summer through a barren country where feed and water were scarce and over high mountains where roads had to be made in the most dangerous places. He had accomplished what most of his closest associates said could not be done, end quote. The Army put the remaining herd to work at Camp Verde and several outposts in the Texas region. So a crazy story. We continue here as we're ready to wrap up. In late 1863, in the midst of the Civil War, the camel experiment was essentially finished. So it didn't last very long. It was about a decade. The, Calif- the California camels moved from Fort Tejon to L.A., had foundered without work for more than a year. In September, Secretary of War ordered the animals be put up for auction. An entrepreneur of the frontier named Samuel McLaughlin bought the entire herd in 1864, shipped the several camels out to Nevada to haul salt and mining supplies in Virginia City. McLaughlin raised money for the trip by organizing a camel race in Sacramento, by the way. A crowd of 1,000 people reportedly showed up. According to historians, the animals that remained in California were sold to zoos, circuses, and even back to Beale himself, for years, one might have seen Beale working camels about his ranch. So, an interesting story about the Wild West and the frontier across three or four different states and even countries. That's it for now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.